of the Young Jedi Knights series. It's all been building to this point. Yeah, to Jedi Under Siege. So, oh boy. <laughs> this one was a frustrating <laughs> one. It was, this was a real, I guess we should just sort of dive into yeah. it and then we can get into the analysis. So it starts like two or three days after the last, after Darkest Night. Right, so they've just gotten back from Kashyyyk. Yeah, to Yavin 4. And Han and Chewie immediately left without mm-hmm. any of the children they supposedly love. Nope. And, like, everyone knows that the Shadow Academy is, like, there's an impending right. attack. We're under imminent threat. For some reason, they think, like, we've got weeks. Yeah, they think that it's going to be a while. They think, yeah. like, the Shadow Academy is going to show up eventually. Right. So, I mean, it's both urgent and not, not urgent super at all. urgent. Because yeah. they do say, okay, immediately go get everyone back here. We're going to have a talk about it. Right. Tinelka, teach people how to be guerrilla warriors. We're talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but regardless, they they know the Shadow Academy is coming, but then the Shadow Academy comes even sooner than yes, they expect. Like pretty much immediately, they show up. They are just a few hours behind yeah. our heroes in arriving back on Yavin Four. So, the Shadow Academy's plan. Uh huh. I don't think the Shadow Academy has much of a plan. Yeah, so the Shadow Academy, I guess I need to just like hold all these questions inside because I have a lot of, my question for everyone is why? Like, my question for everyone is... What are you doing and like why didn't you think this Why are you, why are you doing this at this moment? (laughs) Why this, why now are my questions for everyone. The Shadow Academy specifically, why now? But everyone, why this, why now? Um... (laughs) So, so the Shadow Academy, they have some TIE Fighters flying around. Yes, they have TIE Fighters and then also another set of TIE... There's, like, two sections of TIE... This is my... <laughs> wrong. There's, like, one guy whose job it is to knock out the shield generator. Right, that guy has... Is just a dude on the ground. He lands his TIE Fighter... Right, and then And, he, like, starts setting bombs right. in various places. And then there's... Coral and his Lost Ones group of TIE, of fight. TIE Fighters. And they're supposed to just do some light, like, mischief in the yes. sky. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Tameth Kai who has, I'm going to mess this up, it kept bothering me the title of this ship, a battle platform? Or a cruiser? Yeah, it was some sort of like, it just was like a disc. <laughs> yeah, is it like... A smaller version of in the first Avengers movie, they have their like Hella carrier. Yeah, That's yeah, kind yeah. of what I was envisioning. Yeah, but it's it's got like two levels. Yeah, it's sort of like a sail barge, but like flatter. Right, and just in the air. Yeah, and it has all the sort of dark Jedi. Well, what's Tamith Kai supposed to be doing? <laughs> Unclear. Okay, I think she's maybe Posing. in charge of. The stormtroopers. The stormtroopers and like on the ground fighting. Zek is supposed to be in charge of the dark Jedi on the ground. 
Okay, so yeah, then time with Kevin. <laughs> it's really hard. It's a really harder book. Really challenging. There's a lot going on. It's a yeah, reading yeah, comprehension like, challenging book. Um, yeah, so yeah, I think she's maybe in charge of the Stormtroopers. Okay, so she's in charge of the Stormtroopers. Brackus is like determined to find Luke. Luke. Brackus really feels like he needs a face-off with Luke, as though yeah. he and Luke have this really intense, unfinished business. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where that emotion. feeling comes from. And then I think the ultimate goal, I mean, the ultimate goal is to, like, defeat. To crush Luke's academy. But they want to blow up the Jedi Temple. Right. They do want to blow up. That's, like, the ultimate sort of symbol. They have goals which are both practical and symbolic. (laughs) (laughs) It's not well thought out. No. So, but they do this. And so there's just stuff around. And And so when they see the impending... Invasion is too strong a word, mm-hmm. but when they see the impending invasion of the Shadow Academy, yeah. Luke says, everybody run. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> go hide. <laughs> minimal training. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, go hide. So the then, force is strong with you. Good luck. Right. They sort of split off into factions. Jaina's job is to get the shields back Repair the shields. Okay, so... Oh, and the Shadow Academy is also jamming their transmission so so they they can't call for help. Which seems ridiculous because they should have, as soon as they landed on Yavin 4, been like, hey, Ma. We need help immediately. (laughs) (laughs) But instead they said, well, we might need help in the future. Right. So we'll... We'll We'll let let you know. know. So yeah, Gina's job is to... Repair the shields. Repair the shield generator. She manages to find a... TIE fighter. TIE fighter. Takes to the sky. Yeah, and, and knocks out a bunch of other TIE fighters. It's a lot of, like, TIE fighter. There's some air aerial yeah. battle. And that's sort of Jaina's part in this whole thing. Jason, <laughs> for some reason, Luke's like, why don't you just fly the ship? And everyone's like, Jason, it's not really that great. Jason doesn't know what he's like, doing. He doesn't know what he's doing. And Luke's like, oh, whatever. Like, <laughs> just do it. And so Jason's job is to try and get a signal. Right. So he's supposed, because there's signals being jammed on the planet, he's supposed to get past the yeah, like the, blockade. the blockade to send out a distress call yeah, to the so New Republic. And Peckham, who had just arrived, like, just stopped by. Something, um, go in the lightning rod, which is. Opecum ship. And, right, it's just like a really cruddy like cargo ship. I'm not sure why Opecum's not the one who's flying. Opecum is oh, flying, flying it. Okay. Jason is just supposed to go so, to send the distress okay. signal. Um, because initially I think they were like, go to the shadow cruiser and like, Do, and, the they, and then they can't get <laughs> yeah, on the shadow cruiser. Don't I don't think fly. Jason knows how to fly anything. Um, so then Tanel Ka and, oh, Tanel Ka is like, I'm, I'm a get. Tamith Kai. Tamith Kai doesn't wait around for an assignment. Tamith Kai just like, sees Tamith Kai and it's like, yeah. her life is mine. Right. I am taking her down. Yeah, and Loi and... And Loi says, I can help. Yeah, go off and help. Um, so that's sort of what they're doing. Luke's just like hanging out. In the woods. Mm-hmm. He does not do much, actively participating in anything. Nope. He's just <laughs> no, no, no. by himself using the force to see how everyone's doing. Just like checking in, but not like sending force vibes. Good job. Yeah, or like you you can do it. I'm really injured. Here's some calming yeah. thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and so then Brackus finds Luke and says, Let's chat. Yeah. And Luke says, Sure, I'm not busy. Yeah. Or anything. <laughs> There's not a battle going on. Um my students aren't dying. So then they meet and have a sort of lightsaber skirmish. Yeah. Um, and then Brackus loses the lightsaber skirmish. Luke slices his lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I guess Luke is too nice to cut off his hand. Luke slices yeah. down his lightsaber. 
And Brack is... I don't know. He has a jetpack. <laughs> I don't know what happens in this moment. Brackus has some sort of meltdown, yeah. pleading, don't hurt me. And I don't know if it's sincere or if it's a distraction. I sort of interpret it as a distraction. So it's like a faint, like a distraction. And then he flings off his robe and escapes in a jetpack that he has. Yeah, like under his robes. <laughs> under his robes. And he goes back to the Shadow Academy like a kid looking for Santa, he yeah. says, like, the emperor will save us. Right, like, right, right. The emperor will fix this, because they're losing against all odds. Right. Um, <laughs> they should not be losing. Due to type, like, they're, this is just, this whole battle is just a contest of who can be more incompetent. Right. And it turns out the Shadow, Shadow Academy, Academy is, is more incompetent. Yeah. Um, so they're losing. He goes to see the emperor, and the Red Guards are like, Brackus, the emperor still doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah. He doesn't love you. Um, yeah, and Brackus kills a couple of them. He kills two, two to get inside. He's like, the emperor's absolutely going to talk to me. So he gets inside and he... He's still in like a box. Yeah, he's <laughs> still in a box. <laughs> so he slices his way into the box and surprise, surprise, <laughs> emperor's not there. Yeah, it's just another imperial guard. It's like two more imperial yeah, yeah, guards. Yeah. Um, and they say, essentially, duh. Right. Um... <laughs> Obviously, you are such an idiot. Uh, and they say, like, we fooled you because you wanted to be able to be fooled and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's unclear, like, what they're... But they mostly, like, you are stupid. Yeah, you're stupid. You're and so like, the stupid. the only way we could... Well, I guess they are. They were true believers that they were They were actually Imperial Red Guards, and they right. loved the Emperor so much, and they felt like they spent so much time with him, they they knew what he would have wanted. Right, and they used, and uh, so, like, old recordings of him. Right, and so they just, like, masqueraded as him to continue his work, because right. they said, well, no one was going to listen to us, so right. we just you know, kept it going as him. And so Brackus kills a third one, and the last of the four escapes. Right. And as he escape, as he's escaping, Brackus thinks to himself, oh yeah, there's bombs here to blow this place up. Yeah. That guy probably knows how to trigger them, yeah. as he is the one who would have placed them. Right. And then Brackus explodes. Mm -hmm. exactly. The whole Shadow Academy. He's gone. Fire and explosion yeah. in space. And the last Red Guard's just like, well, that was gonna go start a <laughs> stupid idea. I'm off to the Outer Rim to start a new <laughs> life somewhere. <laughs> Did not and do then... the new time to hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> we tried. Uh, and then Zach... You'd think Zach played a larger role in this book. Yeah, he doesn't, really, doesn't really. He and Jaina have a little lightsaber-y skirmish. Yeah. And, uh... It's mostly Jaina saying she doesn't want... She's not yeah, going to fight like, him. She tells... She's like, remember this crazy thing we did as kids? Which I really wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. She like, talks about, like, old times they had. Right. And, um... He... He, he gets them... Acts like he's going to maybe kill her with a lightsaber. Yeah. And... People who care about her safety want to interfere, and Luke is just saying, like, "Let's let's see how this plays yeah, out. Just like let her try. Stay back. We'll see how this goes." <laughs> and, but then it turns out that he was actually just trying to keep them from going into the temple when yeah, the temple was about explodes. to explode. Yeah, which I don't know why he couldn't have used his words and just said the temple's yeah. about to explode. Um. Oh, yeah, and, like, Admiral Akbar and the New Republic end up showing. They show up. Um, and Lando 
I guess had gotten some kind of distress signal. He probably got Jason's distress signal because he, he was wasn't that far. just a hop, skip, yeah, and jump away at Jim Diver <laughs> Station. Um, the uh, so look, his parents do not show no. up. Just it's fine. No. Yeah, we don't need to. It'll be fine. We don't need to. Everything's it's yeah. it's okay. <laughs> so yeah, at the end, uh, everyone's pretty beat up. Yeah, they have a rough time. Yeah, it's now caught. It's got some serious injuries. Zach is pretty... So they're all going to go up to Jim Diver Station to use the back-to-tanks yeah, that they have there to Lando heal themselves. mentions, like, well, it's now caught and get to see the Jim Diver Station. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you all come up to Jim Diver Station? You can have like, another Lando, tour. She doesn't want to see <laughs> <Jim Diver> <laughs> <laughs> No one cares about the Jim Diver Station, Lando. Stop trying to make Jim Diving happen. Um... And I guess it sort of ends with, like, a resolution. <laughs> uh, there's a lot. Oh, Tanel Ka tells a, a joke, joke. Which is ten times better <laughs> than any joke. It's not a great joke. It's still punny and stupid. But it is way better than, way any, better joke than any joke Jason has, has ever told. And everyone laughs. Yeah. And Jason doesn't feel like... A loser, which he should. <laughs> Jason, no, I'm sure Jason feels. Oh my gosh, she's becoming more like me. I I taught her humor, yeah. but it's she just, just like past you. Actually, she was always way better than yeah. you. Just another way in which she's way better yeah. than you. And I guess it sort of ends with that idea that like Zach is now a part of. Yeah, I'm. Zach is certainly supposed I mean, I to be. I think that. like yeah. redeemed. Yeah. Um, this idea, like, well, he's got a lot to, he's got a lot of work to do, but he's gonna, right. he's gonna be okay right. now. Um, so, where to even? Boy, there's. <laughs> I feel like we should maybe try doing different people's okay. sort of adventures Story. in okay. turn because they all are essentially taking place As simultaneously. Yeah, it seems like a pretty quick. Battle. Yeah, I'd say overall this book takes place over about 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but first, maybe to, and I know we're not going to find a satisfactory mm-hmm. answer to this, but why, if, if this is really about these four red guards who want to continue <laughs> to sustain right. the work of the emperor, I get Forming a Shadow Academy. Right. I get assembling a fleet. Mm-hmm. I get the stormtroopers. I don't get why Luke's Jedi School on Yavin 4 is this primary target. My So I thought about this for a little bit. And I think maybe the four Imperial Guards are also not that bright. <laughs> like, they're a little bit smarter than Bracchus. Which is not hard to be. And maybe they found this guy Bracchus and was like, you know what? He's got some spunk. He's, like, pretty. He is beautiful. He's, yeah. He's he's <laughs> That's pretty, his whole thing. Pretty good with the force. Like, why don't we just let him do his, his thing. thing? And his thing was apparently Shadow Academy. He has a thing about the Jedi Academy. Right. And so they're like, all right. But I mean, someone sent him to the Jedi Academy in the first place as a spy. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, maybe this, and I don't remember what happens in the next books if it connects. I think we're done with we're these done. people. Yeah. But this storyline is completely resolved at this point. So I, I, I don't know. So it seems like they, the Imperial Guards, thought to themselves, 
we need dark Jedi, mm-hmm. which, okay, yeah, maybe. maybe. The Emperor never seemed that keen on finding additional maybe Jedi. Maybe other higher-ups who were also in on... Like, maybe it wasn't just the four Imperial Guards. Like, maybe they had... Hell. Like, some moths. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the Grand Moth. A moth or two. Yeah. Who were either in on it or were... Well, I mean, this the second Imperium plan... So, either it's way bigger than we've seen, and right. the Shadow Academy is just one facet of a larger plan. Be, because they which bring it in should be. Those Imperial Because they're stars. ships and... So that's, that's what it should be. Yeah. So it should be bigger, and the Shadow Academy is just a little offshoot right, right, right. thing. But if that's the case, then why why go for Yavin 4? Why not build up even more and then go for Coruscant? Yeah. But Or if it's just like you have a little rinky-dink operation, which is increasingly what it looked like. Yeah, like just kind of a shell. Yeah, it's just sort of a shell thing. Then, again, why not build up? Why Why this moment to attack Yavin 4? Yeah. And I mean, also maybe, why attack Yavin 4? Maybe they assumed, like, we probably assumed going into rereading this series, that, like, the Jedi Academy was a solid sort of program <laughs> and had a lot of graduates and, yeah. and was a symbol for the New Republic of... of of the Jedi returning. So it's and really, like a psychological blow right, to really the New the Republic. Right, and really the Jedi Academy is like, Luke going, <laughs> Yeah, because the Jedi Academy doesn't seem to have any sort of major affiliation with the New Republic, aside from Luke's personal connection right. to Han and Leia. And the New Republic, is from courtship and from these books, seems like, 80% of what they do is just try to convince other places to, right, join. to join. So it seems like they could easily have students who are at the Jedi Academy who are not from New Republic yeah, no, planets. I don't think so, yeah. It doesn't seem to have that kind of official connection. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, this would be like if, and it, even that would be better, but it would be like if in Harry Potter, instead of infiltrating the Ministry of Magic and starting right. there and putting your focus on government as you should, right. Voldemort. <laughs> Only went after Hogwarts. Yeah, right. With five guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe the other thing is that the four Imperial Guards sort of knew that, like, all right, we have something going here. It's not great. Right. So, like, in order to make a mark and to let the ga- the galaxy know that, like, like we're, we're here, here, we've got some firepower behind us, let's just, like, go. We know, maybe they know the Jedi Academy is just, like, a rinky <laughs> It's total BS. <laughs> Much like the Shadow Academy. And they're like, you know, it'll just, it's it'll send a signal. It's, you know, it's not, it'll be like a real worry. They don't have any firepower. It'll be a real morale boost for our guys. Right, it'll, it'll knock, you know. We can try public. this whole kidnapping students thing again, maybe. Right. you know, we'll probably end up, you know, hurting or killing the children of the chief of state of the new republic like right. that will send a huge signal so like maybe yeah maybe this is supposed to be symbolic and, and then not just, really not not the major because Brackus thinks of this as a major like thing. clash of the titans yeah and like it's not no poor Brackus. <laughs> he is a real dumb no this is this is like you know, it's it's like a grudge match between two schools, but not like yeah. a major football rivalry <laughs> no, gl- like a- grudge match. This is like 
two private schools having a soccer match, kind yeah, of. Yeah, like the chess team. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, the I'm middle not. school soccer teams. <laughs> yeah, it does sort of seem like a school. Yeah. Like kind of a school rivalry. And also, why is Brackus so upset with Luke? I don't know. Like, Luke seems like just trying his best. To... Which is admittedly not that great. No, but he seems, he's, but Luke seems more invested in Brackus than he is any of the students he's right. supposed to be <laughs> teaching. Yeah, at like, this point. He, he at one point, when he's going over to meet him to have this discussion battle, that like he says, like, I think maybe like I could turn back again. Like yeah, I, yeah that's totally doable. Like, right. Like we want our sweet baby Brackus back <laughs> in the fold. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Luke, like you he kidnapped your niece and nephew. He tortured Lobaka. Yeah, he's like it's done. It's yeah, there's a lot of blood on his hands too. He's killed. I, so, yeah. So, but it's, it seems like from Brackus's, and it and it could be some of this is just like in these last couple of books, Brackus's character got developed in these just bananas yeah. unexpected <laughs> directions. He seemed like he had it together, and then the more we got of him, the more yeah. he just you know exploded like a Christmas popper. Yeah, like, the I last mean, two books have really just been bananas. There's a couple lines of his that I really, like, at the beginning, he says, I don't know if he thinks this or says this out loud, but it's like, it's going to be a marvelous showdown. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, he's also wearing a cowl. Yeah. He's trying so hard. It's a speech. He's trying. He's trying really hard. So, so hard. Also, did we ever settle on an age for him? Because yeah. he's like 22, 25. Yeah, that sounds right to me. But he's just like a 20-something. Yeah. He's gotten a hold of a lot of... It just... And suddenly doesn't know what to do yeah, with, with all it. of these. He's like Ryan from The Office. Yeah. When Ryan goes up to corporate, it seems like it's working out for a while. Yeah. But then the next thing you know, he's addicted to cocaine and committing fraud. Yeah, like, like, yeah, this is like a... Brackus and like his a, addicted to cocaine. Yeah, Wall Street kind stage. of like... Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street... Doesn't Young, know how to handle yeah. it kind of thing. But, um, but yeah, so it seems like from Brackus's perspective, what happened is that he was hired as a spy like, for someone knows? by some yeah. reason. Right. And he went to Luke's academy to learn. Mm -hmm. And Luke welcomed him. Right. And Luke taught. Was like immediately, I know this kid's a spy, but you know what? <laughs> I'm going to teach him everything I know. I love him so much. <laughs> He's my son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> much like with the soldier. Yeah. Luke imprints on him. <laughs> Like a reverse mama duck. Yeah. <laughs> and he, um, so Luke welcomes him with open arms, teaches him everything that he knows, right. sees tons of potential in him, tries to turn him to the light side. Right. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Brackus leaves. Luke respects that, I guess. <laughs> and then Brackus the is just infuriated with Luke for... Loving him. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Like, Brackus... Adore me. Brackus seems like he thinks that he and Luke have this, like, epic... Yeah. ...grudge feud rivalry thing between them. I think that's them. all in Brackus's head. But it's 100%. Brackus is like, I'm now the master of this right. Shadow Academy. Luke's the master of his Shadow Academy. Automatic. Right. Headbutting. Like, 
And we so, are enemies. Yeah, or that Luke thinks that, or Brackus thinks that he is the Vader to Luke's Obi Wan. Yes, I, like, I think Brackus does have to leave. He's <laughs> thinking, you know, I was his student, and he right. tried to teach me, and, and I I'm left, and now I'm the master, and you're not supposed to put. But if you were terrible, but if you were his student, but if you were his student for a week, right? You know, if you were a student for a week and then dropped the class, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's amazing he even remembers who you are. Like, but Luke, I think really loved him. Luke, I Luke definitely tried really, (laughs) really hard. So, yeah, I guess this makes the most sense as. The Imperial Guard saying, well, these guys need, we need to do something, something right. so that the Shadow Academy people all feel like this is building somewhere. Right. So we need to do something. We can't risk too much, so this will be an easy target, right. and it'll be a big psychological boost for Brackus. Right, it'll be a psychological blow for the New Republic. So this is just win-win mostly symbolic. And, and then we'll disappear into space, and they'll have the impression that we're a bigger operation, right. and by having done this, we'll attract more people. Right. And logistically, that should have been what happened. It definitely should have been what happened. Yet people are making the worst choices. And for some reason, the Jedi Academy just, like, takes advantage of every terrible decision. Yeah. Well, apparently they have all of these students that we've never spent time with before. Yeah. really got it together. I was like, they're nameless. Like, that tree girl? I... She was badass. Yeah. And don't get a name. No, and the, um... (laughs) The reptile and bird yeah. Jedi mm-hmm. teaming up around the river. Yeah. They're just taking people yeah, out. Yeah, so there are these, like, nameless Yeah, they don't get names. Who are way more talented. So much more talented with the Force than our young <laughs> Jedi. Luke is a young, ra- is like a racist. I might be joining the Diversity Alliance yeah. in the next thing because mm-hmm. I totally see where they're coming yeah, from. Yeah, 100%. Only the humans are getting any credit for their work when these alien Jedi clearly have way more yeah, and going so, on. like... More resourceful and yeah. talented. Yeah, using the terrain to their advantage and just immediately more in touch with the Force. And yeah. there is a tree on Yavin 4 that is a Jedi and yes. wields a lightsaber. And is amazing. And is amazing, but I also have more questions than ever <laughs> about, <laughs> like, who is alive and who has subjectivity. Right, right. Which I think... With the diversity alliance. That's giving me another okay. question. Another so, like, Star Wars question. It could be, but I mean, are some of Jason's pets like Jedi and we I just don't like know. didn't know? Also, we did find out that Tion takes care of them. Yeah. I was very happy. <laughs> I'm glad that Tion takes care of them, but. Also, she has way too much to do. Haven't you people put through Tion through enough? She is the only one doing anything. This the is, only adults doing anything. Yeah, no, this is a whole series that is. Uh, maybe some sort of backdoor message about the unnoticed labor of women in keeping yeah. society running. <laughs> because so idea is like the only female adults who are do the only adults who are doing anything are women. Right. And it's Leia and Tion and they're both doing way, way too, too much. much. Right. They have too much on their plate. I in all caps in my notes have Luke, can you hire some professionals? Because <laughs> It is him and Tion, and that is it, who are the adults. Which means it's only, only Tion. Tion. Because Luke is just sitting around, feeling things, <laughs> and doing nothing. Even though he is an insanely good Jedi Master, and right. can, like, lightsaber all these dark Jedi. No, I think that Luke, if he was willing to make an effort, could have just handled the Shadow Academy thing all on his own. Yeah, and I wrote, like... He could have used the Force to pull Tamith Kai's <laughs> space cruiser from the sky. Yeah. yeah, he could have done all of it. Yeah. Yes, Jason, for the love of God, for your animals. Like, just, he's like, should I free them? I'm like, 
Jason, Jason, let these animals go. God damn them, let them go. <laughs> so, yeah, in, in preparation for the battle, Jason does release yeah. all of his animals. She should not have time to she take care to of her She has to feed animals. each of these animals. He's gone for, like, five months of these. <laughs> Minimum. <laughs> Minimum. And Tion has to He's feed Teaching them. everyone. Yeah, someone's teaching Raynar something. Right. It's, it's only Tion. Yeah. We find out that Raynar... Is from Alderaan. Yeah. I love Raynar more. More and more. More every book. All the things they they say about Raynar that I'm supposed to look down on Raynar. Yeah, no, for. I'm just like, I love him so much. <laughs> I, just, I admire Raynar yeah. even more. Yeah. So, I mean, I, this is, I guess, a small thread, but to follow Raynar through his adventure. From Raynar's perspective, yeah. these spoiled rich kids who <laughs> are gone all the time, right. don't have to try, and still get treated like they're the most important kids right. in the universe, show back up. After their latest vacation, right. <laughs> interrupt his one-on-one time with Tion, which is precious because Tion is teaching no time. everyone everything, yeah. and say, "Hey, one of our friends is about to lead an imperial attack on this place. This sounds ridiculous." Yeah, which understandable. Also, why are you friends with this guy? Yeah. Completely reasonable also, question. Not friends with Raynar. No, not friends with Raynar. Hate Raynar. Hate Raynar with every fire of their being. But Zek. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> yeah. You get back, the Imperial Academy does full on attack. Right. You have to hide, just skitter off into the woods right. with no instruction from your supposed yeah, teacher. Just like, yep. No one is going to protect you. No one is going to guide mm-hmm. you. No one is going to take care of you. You're in the woods trying to hide, wearing your everyday clothes, which are not right. forced camo because right. like, that's not They're how not. you dress. Yeah. You're fabulous. Right. <laughs> <laughs> clothes are amazing and fight anyone who's this <laughs> I love for And then, this guy, who is friends with these bratty kids who pick on you all the time, show up yes. with some other dark Jedi plotting to kill you. And even <laughs> though no one has really bothered to teach you the Force, you can't do that much. Does Raynor run? Does Raynor hide? No. no. He makes his stand. Yeah, and like, it's, it's Brackus, right? He's Rain, It's Raynor against Zek and two of the little Zach. other dark like Jedi. Impressed with yeah. And he's but, like, this guy is like, you know... He's got a lot of... He doesn't... And Raynor tries to use the Force to sort of, like, push yeah. them away. And he can't because he... Nobody taught him anything. No one taught him to do anything. <laughs> and so then Zek, rather than letting the Dark Jedi kill him, Zek uses the Force to, like, fling him into the yeah, river. Very, like, quarrel. And say, oh, well, we've humiliated our enemy. That's what's most yeah, important. Like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> You're right, Zek. <laughs> <laughs> and then they... But, like, Raynar is a hero. He's a hero. He stood his ground. He stood his ground. He, he was, knew he was outnumbered. He stared death in the face. Yeah. And he did not tremble. He did not beg. He did not scream for help like Jason Solo. Yeah, and, like, yes, his gorgeous outfit got dirty, but Raynar wasn't, like, yeah, he didn't, sad about it. He didn't like, throw you know, fit. Like, if Jason was there, he'd be like, ha ha, Raynar. Yeah, Raynar's stupid colors. <laughs> and then, at the end, when we see, when we see Raynar again, it's because Jaina has arrived back, and Ra- what is Raynar doing? He is tending to the wounded. Yes! He is the hero. <laughs> <laughs> and when Jaina says, well, I know Jason's not dead, Raynar is sincerely happy. Yes, because he wants to be friends with these people. And he is a saint. Yes. <laughs> and he is his parents are were royalty on Alderaan right. and thus became refugees when the planet exploded Raynar continues to wear the colors right. of his in family's honor. royal house in honor of that legacy well, yeah. what was lost and destroyed <laughs> this is something that the solo kids 
kids who have no connection to their heritage look down on him from. And it's like, oh, well, and then his family, and then his parents became rich as merchants, so he's never known struggle. A, you're the most spoiled children in the galaxy. B, they came back from literally nothing because everything they had exploded. Yeah. They are admirable. Yeah. <laughs> Their son is yeah. a hero. And he does become a large character. Good. On, so Whatever we'll he does, I support him. <laughs> I yeah. hope he marries a beautiful woman and has six amazing children. Yeah. He, he would be make a great dad. Of course. Pure as him. Yeah. Raynar forever. Yeah. Team Raynar hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> Raynar for life. <laughs> so... All right, so that's what Raynor is so up to during this talk battle. Jaina, because I think okay. even though we're all over the place in this book, she might have the most. To yeah, do she's of all pretty them. busy. So the shields get knocked out by this uh, sort of saboteur bomb. Yeah. And oh, can we talk about those guys? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so there's Orvok. Orvok and Dabuk or Dab- Dave. Or Orvok and his buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Orvok and friend. Orvok and friend. Orvok, Orvok and Darab. Yeah, Darab. So Orvok is, is the one in charge of knocking out the shield generator. Right, and Darab is his support system. Yeah. Darab stupidly <laughs> says, I, I feel like, like I could take on the entire Rebel Alliance myself. That is a death sentence. A, it's a death sentence. And B, how is he <laughs> quoting The Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. The good guy. <laughs> How is Darab <laughs> quoting what rebels were saying yeah. in the Empire? Like, Darab has seen The Empire Strikes Back. The- <laughs> Darab has watched the movie The yeah. Empire Strikes Back starring Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker. In Galaxy Quest when the aliens are watching the, like, historical documents. <laughs> <laughs> Darab has been watching the historical documents of Galaxy. I lost my mind when Darab said, "I feel like I take on the entire Rebel Alliance myself." Yeah. Like I, ha- I, I put the book down yeah. so I could throw both of my hands in the air in frustration. I was losing my mind. Um, course, like, as soon as you said that, I'm like, "Are oh, you dead?" <laughs> you can't say that. No, no. no it's like it, you know. It's like in Scream where they say, like, don't say I'll be right back. What's right. wrong with you? <laughs> You're not coming back. You're in Star Wars. Don't say you feel like you can take on the enemy all by yeah. yourself. You cannot. Yeah. You're going to die. So, Darab dies. Yeah, and Orvok takes out the shield. shields. So, Gina... The- oh, and the other thing is that they are... Uh, Darab does have one good moment where before he gets killed, um, where they're showing up and Orvok is like, well, we know where to go because Brachus was here and he told us the layout of the right. Jedi Academy if they haven't moved anything. Right. And, <laughs> and Darab says, why would they? They're far too complacent. Yes, Darab. 100%. Darab, in this moment yeah. before your death, you are more insightful. <laughs> but James is also a little insightful. Uh, at the beginning of the book, Jason says, like, Uncle Luke will know what to do. And Jaina's like, there's a moment where she's like, I don't know. Yeah, Jaina just says, I hope so. Yeah, and it's like, yep, you're right. Like, no. you should feel really nervous. Yeah. Your uncle has no idea what he's doing. No, and to prove that your uncle has no idea what you're, what he's doing, he sends her to fix alone. the shield generator alone. Like, you're good with the tinkery tinks. Yeah. Like, you just, like, walk over there and like, check it out. Yeah. See how that goes, which she can't fix it because... 
a bomb exploded it. Yeah. She doesn't fix it, right? No, she doesn't fix it. No, because a bomb exploded. But yeah. she sees the TIE fighter that Orvok and Dara flew yeah. in. Right, she steals it. And so she says, you know what? I have been wanting a TIE fighter since book one. Yeah. Here's my time. Right. And so she... Speaking of book, we're going to have to talk about Quarrel, but let's yeah. finish Jaina oh. first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Gina jumps in the TIE fighter. She uh, joins the TIE formation right. of fighters that are flying around. Um, and then sort of takes her moment to start knocking out. Knocking out TIE fighters, fighters from within their number. So she shoots down two of them. Yeah. And then the remaining ones are like, wait a second. <laughs> this doesn't feel right. Yeah, so they, like, in pursuit, start chasing her. Right. She somehow does that trick where you, like, stop short. Move zip behind, around behind and take out some more. Out. And then she's zipping through the sky and a bunch of New Republic ships come out of mm-hmm. hyperspace, the Admiral Akbar ships and Lando's right. ships from Jim Diver. Um, need a lot more details about how Jim Diver's li- how Lando's living his life. But um, so they come out and Janus is like, oh, thank God. And she's zipping up to them and they start to shoot at her because right. she's in a TIE duh, fighter. Right. Duh. And then she calls out and she's like, hey, this is Jada Solo. Right. Um, you know, Hi. don't don't shoot me. <laughs> how are you? Yeah. And Lando comes over the comm yeah. and I remember he, he says something like, Jada Solo, like, little lady, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like, thank you, yeah, Lando. Yeah. Good. Good question. Thank you, Linda. Would you like to raise a 14-year-old? Yeah. Because you are, you have now asserted yeah. yourself as the most qualified adult yeah. in the Star Wars universe that you don't, that you think it's out of place right. for her to be here. Yeah, in a TIE fighter flying yeah. around. So they take out the TIE fighters that are pursuing her and bring her yeah, on board. And then more Imperial ships come yeah, out the Star of, Destroyer. like, the Star Destroyers show up using the stolen computer parts from Kashyyyk, and because the New Republic has been installing some, like, anti-friendly fire yeah. software, right. they can't attack the Imperial ships that have the right. their equipment on them, but then Jaina says, okay, fine, but Admiral Akbar is going to outrank anybody right. else, so they use Admiral Akbar's codes to deactivate the computers right. on the Star Destroyers right. and just sort of... And knock them out really easy. Yeah, so the Star Destroyers never really do anything. They just show up to yeah. go down. Right, and are kind of immediately taken out. Yeah, they don't... And they, yeah. they end up not being an issue. So Jaina comes through the battle really completely unscathed. Yeah, and so and at the... So she ends up back on Yavin 4. Right, when it, once it's done, they drop her back Yeah, off. and she has a sort of confrontation... Can you explain to me what happens between Jaina and okay. Zek? Because I read it a couple of times. This zoo story that they tell is <laughs> banana. I don't like. <laughs> I don't understand the zoo, and I don't understand. Just I don't understand. Just in a very like mechanical sense, literally what is going on in this yeah, scene? Yeah, because he's. I think at this point already decided he's team. Right, yeah, so right. he knows that Brackus has been blown up, right? And he's sad about that. But the idea that Old Peckham could have been killed right. is upsetting to him. The idea that he betrayed his friends is upsetting to him. Yeah. So I think, like, at the point that him and Jaina have this confrontation, it's already he's, he's already, already switched sides back. Yeah. Um. So I don't. It seems like, as we're talking about in the beginning, that he's kind of biding 
time. Right, because he knows that a, another bomb was set in right. the Great Temple, so he's blocking the entrance of the Great Temple. Right. But he could... Could just, just say, say... Let's not go in there. There's just, a bomb. And yeah. Jaina would 100% believe him. Immediately. No, If all he needs to do when he sees Jaina coming is say... Hey, I'm so sorry. Right. But I you made can't, a big I made a huge I made a huge huge shiny mistake and I feel really bad. But we can't go inside right now because someone set a bomb. Right. And she would be fine. And she but instead they have this confrontation where he's talking about how you can never like erase the smear of the dark side from you. Yeah. And I mean, she's deactivating her lightsaber and he's holding his lightsaber just inches from her, from her face, face, like and then menacing she her tells with it. This banana story. She's like, remember the time that we infiltrated a holographic zoo? Which is... Which I think is like Country Bears Jabberwock. <laughs> <laughs> or like... At, the Tiki Tiki uh, Room. Yeah, Tiki Tiki Room, like Chuck E. Cheese. And right. Like, it is just animals that... Like representations yeah, of animals. animatronics. And Except they're holograms, but... They changed the sound system so that they're... Animals, instead of making the noises that the animals are supposed to make, sing Corellian tavern, tavern songs. And this is the greatest adventure. <laughs> I mean, presumably they were like 11 and 13. But that's not the end of it. No. So they do this. Yeah. The zoo, I don't think they get in trouble at all. No. Absolutely fine. Because the they're the chief of state's children and, his, and their homeless friend. There's no one to call about Zach. <laughs> the zoo changes it back, but then. Sometime later, visitors come requesting <laughs> that the holographic animals play, play the Corellian Tavern songs. <laughs> my jaw hit the ground. Because, first of all, it's the craziest story. <laughs> it is the banana Second, story. what does that have anything to do with their emotional friendship? Right. Like, it's not like, remember when we had those, like, really heart-to-heart talks? <laughs> No, it's just like remember when we got up remember to idiots? <laughs> we got up to hijinks. Yeah. This would be like if they were older. This would be like yeah. if they were if they had been if they were college students instead of middle school students. It'd be like remember when we all entered the wet t-shirt yeah. contest <laughs> and took all the jello shots yeah. and you and Jason did the macarena till dawn. Yeah. Be like okay, yeah, I do remember that. Like well, so, but like we're all about to die and this is a really serious situation. Yeah. Like, why are we talking about curling tavern song? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's and yeah, those are moments you could look back on. This is again going back to my whole like, are you still you once you're a dark side user? Right. Because you, as a dark side person, could look back on these moments just as fondly. You're just causing malicious right. destruction of property. Right, you know? right. right. Like, like that could easily be the beginnings of a dark. Yeah, dark. the dark Jedi. I think oh, it was. I was Jason and Zach. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so then the bomb explodes and Zach's like, oh, Jaina, sorry, I was never going to do anything. Yeah, and Jaina's just like, oh, he saved us all. He's, he's a hero. <laughs> um, really awesome. Just debatable. Um, okay, so Quirrell? Um, Quirrell hates Nori's so, so much. much. And it's my favorite. <laughs> he loves Jaina and Jason. He does. He hates Nori. <laughs> So fiery, so much. No, it turns out that like Jason and Jaina's love for him was not enough to turn him against the Empire, but his hatred of Nori's. Yeah, so he Nori's, if you remember, is the leader of the Lost Ones gang. 
Right. He has been, uh, Coral's taken him under his wing. As, as like, a stormtrooper. As a stormtrooper. But he really regrets that choice. Yes. A lot. Norris is just... Norris is not a, enough of a team player to be a good no, stormtrooper. No, sort of out for glory for himself. Yeah, he's doing his own thing. It's, you know, you're not a face character. Yeah. You're... No. I thought that Norris was going to pay off as, like, a grudge with Zack, but no. No, it's a grudge with Quarrel. It's Quirrell. a grudge with Quarrel. <laughs> so it's basically, so Quarrel's whole arc is that he thinks that he wants to go back to the Empire, and then he's just thinking, these whippersnappers have ruined the Empire for everybody. Yeah. Um, so... He calls him multiple times a murderous bully. Yeah, he hates him. He hates him so much. This he doesn't play a, fair. And this is a stormtrooper. No, Coral is really into fair play. Yeah, he has, a, a, like, a code. Yeah, sort of a Captain Hook... Yeah. Any sort of any kind of Disney pirate. Pirate, yeah. Code of the sea. Right? Yeah, you keep to the code. Yeah, and it doesn't um, matter. Yeah, Nori's does not and Norris does not keep does to not code. keep to the code. Jason is trying to invoke parlay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not, not having it. Not having yeah. it. So Norris is going to shoot down the lightning rod. Right. He's got them cornered. Jason has been calling for help and Norris comes over the radio and just says like, hey, you remember me? I'm gonna kill you. Remember me? I'm the leader of the Lost Ones. I wanted a hawk back and got an egg and you didn't give it to me. He tells Jason the story of what they shared, yeah. which was a scene in a book. Yeah. No one has the heart to tell Nori's like, you're a minor character. Yeah, nobody remembers Nobody you. cares. Like, and also no one cares. No like, one knows you. <laughs> no one, no one cares at all. Even a little. Nobody cares. Um, so he calls Jason just to be like, hey, I just called to say I'm going to murder you. And he's about to shoot him and Quarrel is radioing Nori saying, you know, forget right. this ship. Right. It's not important. Right. You're supposed to be doing this other stuff. Stick to your mission. And Nori's is like, I know, you're supposed to stick to your mission. Yeah. <laughs> brat. I know you are, but what am I? Yeah. <laughs> you can't, maybe, maybe, yeah. man. And so then Quarrel blows up Nori's yeah. because Quarrel loved Jedi. Yeah, Quarrel loved Jedi and Quarrel loved his code of ethics. Yeah. <laughs> hates Nori's. Hates Nori's. So much. And then it seems really insensitive that they sent Quarrel on this attack on Yavin mission. Yeah. What with his history of being stranded right, on like Yavin, traumatized down there, I, and then he he gets up, shot down. He and, crashes on Yavin, and he says, "You know what? This is my home. This is my new home yeah. forever. I I survived here a long time. It was better. He didn't go insane. No, I survived here a long time. There was no one. There was no Norries. No one was yeah, getting no on my nerves." <laughs> Rather than risk running into another person like Nori's, I'm going to just live here. Live here forever. Yeah. Which I'm gonna spend every but well, they don't spend that much time on Yavin, but anytime they're on Yavin, I'm just be like, is Coral just like in the bushes somewhere? In later books, but I can't imagine we've seen the complete end of him. Like that's insane. That's just really sad. Like yeah. the story is just like gonna disappear into the woods that he started off stranded here. And right, now he's stranded here again. I mean, he's not really stranded because Jason and Jaina love him. Like, you know, he's totally a bad guy, but we love him. We love him so No, he's their Brackus. Like, yeah. Luke loves Brackus and Jason yeah. and Jaina love <laughs> Coral. Maybe that's why the New Republic has so many enemies is because they keep falling in love with and, yeah. you know, helping yeah. them in their evil <laughs> missions. Um, Tanoka. Okay. I mean, yeah. she just has this really. She's the only one who has the kind of 
sort of badass epic showdown yeah, moment that you would expect yeah. everyone to be having. And it seems earned. Like, her, right. her, her hatred of Tamakai, Tamakai's hatred of her. Yeah. It makes total sense. Right. No, it's the most, I'd say, like, legitimately constructed yeah. sequence. Yeah. So And, I mean, even, you know, she and Loi, they crash the Skyhopper. They have to scale their way onto. devastated yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> He's really <laughs> upset. So now Kaka's looking at him, and she's like, <laughs> she, they're going off into battle, and she's legitimately worried about his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> the Skyhopper. <laughs> Which, as far as I can tell, Chewbacca bought at Space Ikea. Like, yeah, they it's, assembled it themselves. It like a great, yeah. Anyway. Bust open Jason's yeah. lightsaber. Get that Corsica gym and yeah. buy a fleet of Skyhoppers. Jason would let you. Or go up to Gym Diver Station. <laughs> Spend more than 10 minutes on the claw machine right, you and you can it. find your own Corsica gym. Whatever you find. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is money is no object. Yeah. If you guys have a problem that money can solve, you do not have right, a problem. Yeah. You got Cause thousands of skyhoppers at your disposal. As long as you're not a homeless kid, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or a nameless alien. <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah. So her confrontation with Tamith Kai is sort of the Jedi versus Jedi yeah. kind of epic battle you would look That's for. They fight with lightsaber. They fight with force storm. Mm-hmm. They fight with kicking. Yeah. Um, it's a good like Daphomir. So yeah, there's not really that much to say about it because yeah, it really just works. It really works. It's just a really good yeah. Daphomir kind of really segment. Anything to say about Jason? I mean, that's a good that's that's a good performance from Jason. That I don't have any complaints with Jason. Yeah, I guess I mean, I, other than he kept saying he had a bad feeling about this. Yeah. Oh God. And I get that it's a catchphrase for the. Movies, but in the movies, everyone says it, and in yeah. the books, only Jason, Jason says, says it. It makes yeah. it sound like he's a real complainer. Yeah. Um. And yeah. do people just is stay on target just a thing that people say? I'm gonna give them a freebie on that one. And, <laughs> on and stay on target. Like, that's target a, that's legit. A, that's just a legit like, thing to say. You know, they fly a lot of spaceships. You know, just stay on target. Just throw that out there. Stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> Did you get the impression I was going to wander away from the target <laughs> really nilly Try to stay on target. Like, yeah, that's my goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, I guess it would take just this whole thing I spent, it's so distracting that they chose to stay and be invaded. Rather, and yeah, it would take. It's distracting. That's distracting. And it's distracting that they let the New Republic know that there's probably an invasion be an coming. It's baffling to me that, first of all, they don't evacuate. Right. Second, that the New Republic doesn't immediately send anything. Anything. So just, even just a couple of ships. No, and it would take, like, because the way it's written, what we have here, the only thing that would make sense to do is after the attack on Kashyyyk, once they know that there's definitely going right. to be an attack on Yavin 4, the only thing that would make sense to do is for Chewbacca to say, like, okay, well, you, we'll call Luke right. and tell him there's going to be an invasion on Yavin 4, but since there's going to be an invasion right. on Yavin we'll 4, I'm going to take you home yeah. because I'm not insane. Right. I'm not going to take you back to Yavin 4 for the invasion. That's like if you're all, if you're out of town when a hurricane's coming, right, you don't go, go home for the <laughs> right, hurricane. Yeah. Spend time at home. Um, yeah, or even just, I mean, maybe this goes back to something we were talking about earlier, but why doesn't the New Republic have, like, a ship there all the time? Yeah, why don't they have some kind of presence if this is some sort of 
high profile star because we know that the Empire is you can't throw a rock without hitting an Imperial yeah, fleet. And somebody, there's somebody <laughs> trying to resurrect the Emperor, the Emperor nonstop. The so like, why not just have some protection? Yeah. Uh, so, and it would not, that's the other thing, you wouldn't have to change things in any sort of significant way to make it more palatable. So if instead of what we have, if they had said the, when the Shadow Chaser got caught in the Ion Storm. It knocked out their communication abilities. So you can't you can't radio from the ship. We lost the ship's computer. We weren't able to get it back. Yeah. So like we don't know what the right frequency is to radio out to the New Republic or to Luke. And when the Imperials attack Kashyyyk, you know, they, they knock down the satellite. Mm -hmm. We can't call anyone from Kashyyyk. We have to physically go back to Yavin right. to deliver this right. message. We have to actually go there to tell them. Right. And then once they got there, if they were in the process of evacuating when the Imperial ships appeared right. in the sky, would you be like, that okay, then it makes sense. Then yeah. you can say like, all right, we've done our best. What makes the most sense now is for all of you to hide in the woods while we deal with this, and then you can do your best and do your best if you have to, but otherwise right. try to stay out of sight, right. and then you can have everything go exactly the same. Right. And I think this is a larger complaint about these books, and it's the same idea, the complaint I had very early on, book like two or three, where they're coming up with excuses for not like, killing main characters yeah. because you can't kill the main characters instead of making the narrative so that, like, it's impossible or they have right. to get out of the situation, right? right. And they're, that sort of just idea of, well, you know, let them go this time instead of actually having, like, a structured Right, narrative. there's no narrative reason for it. Right, and this is, like, a much larger version of that, right? Where yeah. Come up with a reason why it's impossible for them to evacuate, or they have to go back to the Avon Four, and not just this is what we're doing. Yeah, we're just gonna do this, and nobody's saying that's a terrible idea. No, and I mean, I think maybe some of this comes from the like, and I don't know, maybe it's gotten better or not. I'm not sure, but this is like, if you look at young adult fiction or right. children's fiction, you have to get adults out of the way so that you can have your right. story. Right. You know, it can't yeah. just be about them. So your adults have to either be absent or incompetent right. um, in your youth fiction. So you can't go absent here because it's Star Wars. So we have to right. keep checking in with our main, main characters. characters. And we can't say that they're incompetent because right. they're our main characters. So everyone has to just keep acting like this is normal behavior. Right. But it's stunningly not normal behavior. Right. And it would make sense. Like, you could do this a different way where, for some reason, they leave Kashyyyk without Chewbacca. Right. Right. It's just Jana, Jason, and Loi, Talpa. Right. It could, they don't know any better. They're like, we have to get to right. the before. Right. Luke's gone. Gone. He, Tion gets knocked out. Right. But, like, yeah. you get the two adults. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's sort of the more Harry Potter kind right, of right. way, and where so, you find circumstances in the story that you feel like, you, the, the kids feel like that they have to... Right, there's no other choice. ...take action. We have to do this ourselves. Right, but that's just not... Here, here the adults are saying, like, oh, well, you get up in that spaceship and take to the sky and try to bypass the Imperial fleet, see how it goes. Right, yeah, yeah. Just, just 
we're here to support you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's, uh, it becomes such an issue for me that you have the characters who are supposed to be adults co-signing right. on these 14-year-old children. Right. Doing these incredibly dangerous. Doing these incredibly dangerous things as, like, warriors. Yeah. Because you can't remove them from the narrative completely because people are tuning in right. to see these characters having their face on the cover. By, this is our sixth book, by this point, shouldn't, Shouldn't we be able to be right. use of them? I would Especially think so. Because, like, just considering how frustrated it was with Luke. Like, I, if Luke was gone for an entire book. I think that would be a really welcome relief. I would be fine with that. Especially how much easier Lightsabers was to read after Luke yeah, like left. That. Yeah. But, I mean, even in this book. So, Luke, you know, sends everybody into the woods, gives the kids their highly dangerous missions, and then he does nothing. nothing. He has no plan. Yeah. Luke literally has no plan for how to get these guys to leave the planet. He's a really powerful Jedi, but instead he's just, he really is just in the forest using his senses to keep track of what his students are doing. Right. Not helping them. Not helping them and sending positive vibes to them. Yeah. Good vibrations. And that's (laughs) the extent of it. It is shocking. There's another Luke moment. When he and Bracus are having a discussion, and it's he, Bracus says something like, "You didn't even finish your training," and was like, "No, I didn't." Oh, I love I remember that. <laughs> yeah, Bracus is like, "You don't finish. You don't finish anything. You yeah. had a couple weeks with Obi Wan, and you yeah. didn't even finish with Yoda." And apparently, at some point, Luke almost was the new Darth Vader in these books. Um, um, sort of like, when you were a quitter there, too. You're just a big quitter who doesn't finish anything. And Luke, direct quote, I don't deny it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't stick with anything. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this academy. That's my problem. <laughs> I only stick with you, Bracken. I have no follow through. <laughs> Take me back, Bracken. There's another moment. This is before, I think right before Luke goes to confront Bracken. And they're talking about comlinks and how, like, he doesn't believe in comlinks. Like, every once in a while, like, we carry a comlink. But mostly. But mostly we don't. <laughs> it's like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I literally wrote, oh, great, comlinks every so often. Like, <laughs> wouldn't it be great if everyone, every student, every teacher had a comlink? Com so that in the event that you were captured by a stormtrooper whose right. camp you found, right. you could, you could communicate on the comm. Yeah. Or if you lost your droid in the Woolamanders right. and you needed someone who spoke Wookiee. Right. Common. common. Yeah, but Luke was just like, you know, we only really need, like, two. No. For the entire planet. No, it's fine. Yeah. Who needs Why that? Why <laughs> It's not like Comlinks have saved Luke's sorry life multiple <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah, Comlinks are his lifeline. <laughs> Crushing a trash compactor. Yeah. See, not the Comlinks. He's felt, he sure believed in Comlinks when he wanted yeah. Rufio to pick one up and talk to him. him. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, if Darab hadn't died, he could since he saw the movie. Right, yeah. <laughs> he saw the Yeah. Um, oh, the Crystal Snake. We didn't talk about oh, the Crystal Snake. The Return of the Crystal Snake. The triumphant Return of the Crystal yeah. Snake. Although it's not, it's just the murderous Return of the Crystal Snake. So the saboteur, Jason frees all of his animals yeah. because he's worried about their safety in this impending sure. battle. Um, he's worried about them taking his animals. Yeah, he doesn't want to lose his collection. (laughs) And so, when the guy is setting the bomb... What's his name? I just fell out of my head. Orvok? Orvok, that's right. When (laughs) Orvok... He sounds like a popcorn guy. (laughs) When Orvok 
is setting the bomb in the Jedi Temple, the crystal snake bites him. Yeah. Because the crystal snake, he's been through so much, he's just furious and wants to lash yeah, out, I, I guess. Um, so Orvok bites, Orvok is bitten by the crystal snake, and the crystal snake's bite is not lethal, but it just it knocks, knocks you out. out. Yeah, so he sets the bomb, hits start, yeah. gets bitten, gets unconscious, and then he wakes up right before the oh, bomb explodes. Yeah. And that's the end of Orvok. Yeah. So yeah, sort of crystal a, snake would come back again. Sort of unnecessary, yeah. but there <laughs> he is. Um, they mention that the Shadow Academy lightsabers are poorly constructed and have unimaginative workmanship. Which <laughs> that's my favorite line. The unimaginative workmanship. <laughs> yeah. Because Luke should I have to use their imagination. Yeah, right. In figuring out how to put together a lightsaber. Or construct something on them. Well, they were only on the Shadow Academy. Like, how do you build a lightsaber with just the... I mean, you could, but... <laughs> <laughs> From the light bulbs and spare pipes. Um, yeah, but also, I'm not sure that anyone at Luke's Academy gets to sneer at poor workmanship no. on a lightsaber because one of your students is down an arm due right. to lightsaber also, workmanship. Also, you only had four students. You only allowed four students to build lightsabers. Yeah. None of the other students have lightsabers. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, the tree has a lightsaber. Oh, yeah. Maybe they, other students built lightsabers. Also, if the tree had to spend months of energy to swing the lightsaber once, how did that tree build a lightsaber? I want to learn all about it. Maybe she comes back. Unnamed Tree Jedi. A lot of questions. Um, she should join the Diversity Alliance. <laughs> She's, yeah. That storyline is much needed. Yeah, <laughs> no. Exactly. There's a lot of issues going on here. I really like Tanel, Ka, and Loie's friendship in this Yeah, book. I just, like, I just wrote down Tanel Ka is amazing. Yeah. And she and Loie are just really, like, supportive and have a nice... Cute. And I would... Definitely read books that are just Tanaka yeah. and yeah, Loie. Yeah, because I feel like the best ones so far in the series have been Lightsabers and, and Darkest, Darkest Night. Night. And because of them, yeah. Jason and Jaina, and especially Jason, yeah. are just dragging this narrative <laughs> down. And they're also forcing Tanaka to fall in love with Jason right now, and I yeah. do not approve of it. I think well, I'm gonna in my head. I'm just pretending that she just feels like real sorry. For him. <laughs> she's like, I know he's like desperately in love with he's me. He's trying really hard. I'm just gonna humor him until I find something better. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, this is the only per. This is the only boy my age and my species who I've ever known. Right, so, so I guess, I guess this is love. This makes sense, but I'm just waiting for the day. Yeah, <laughs> someone just else cut this stop. guy loose in true Haven woman style. Yeah, he. Oh, he is. Yeah, it was a little less egregious. We didn't spend all that much time with him. But even in the beginning of the book, he's, like, trying to no, make jokes. And Tanaka's like, let's wait until we're done. Yeah, <laughs> tell me the jokes later. Yeah. And he is constant. He manages to throw out this whole, like, we need to all survive so I can tell you a joke. It was just like, like, don't make... need to die. Don't, <laughs> never have to hear your jokes. Don't make people want to kill themselves <laughs> right before they're headed into battle. Yeah, poor Jason. He just thinks that everyone... Jason thinks that everyone loves him so much. Okay. Jaina does too. I mean, in a different way. Yeah. Jaina loves everyone, and she thinks every, like because in the beginning she's like, "Oh, Zach, like he must be so conflicted because he loves me so much." Right. <laughs> and same with Coral. Yeah. Like, well, at least Jaina feels like Jaina feels intense emotional investment yes. in everyone yes. around her, and she just assumes that's how that's everyone's how everyone ama- everyone's yeah. emotions Jason, operate. Like he thinks everyone loves him because he's, he's amazing. Yeah. No, I think Jaina yeah. just thinks that everyone loves everyone yeah. all the time. <laughs> even Dark Jedi. Yeah, even Dark Jedi. 
unless she has reason to think otherwise. So, like, she knows that not everyone loves Raynar because she right. knows that Jason doesn't love right. Raynar. So she's like, well, I guess no one loves Raynar, but other right. than that, everyone loves everyone. Everyone loves everyone all the time. Raynar is a hero, oh, the true hero here. The true hero. Um, and I can't believe that Han and Leia don't even just they like, don't show up in this. Book don't at even all. like show up at the end. Just to be like, hey, I'm glad you're not dead. Yeah, let's go see our children who almost died. Nope, too busy. No, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> From what I can tell, they're not dead, so. Yeah, Luke, we knew Luke would take it. Lando <laughs> says they're going to go to the gym diver station. That'll yeah, be good. He's so excited to bring Tenel Ka <laughs> to gym diver station. Well, I mean, Tenel Ka is super badass. Yeah, but he's like, he he thinks... He's like Jason that a little. Gina and Jason have been not and Loey have been nonstop talking about Gem Diver Station and that how awesome it is, out, and he feels so bad that she didn't get to go. Oh, that was it. That Lando. I think that Lando must just have fall. Must have think the Tunnel Cause me because he took her out to find her lightsaber. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. what it was. So the shuttle's it. landing room extended. Lando Calrissian strode down it. Lando does not walk. No, Everywhere he, he goes, he strides. He strode down it with Tinoka on his arm, which is an amazing yeah. image of Lando like so putting out his elbow and offering it to Tinoka and her taking it. Be like, yes, yeah. you dashing pirate, yeah. I will oh, take your arm. I would, oh, and a heartbeat. <laughs> um, Lando's cape swirled behind him and he flashed his most charming grin. Your friend here is quite a tough young lady, he said approvingly. Um, and then later he adds, I've invited Tinoka to come and visit Jim Diver Station since she missed it last time. <laughs> chatting up front you know that he was just trying to impress her and trying to get a read on her yeah and just throughout the gym diver station thing she was like sure yeah all right all right sounds cool i'll go of course we get jam out of it yeah i mean although she's probably got like drawers of corsica gems yeah on hapes yeah Mm. so we actually had some questions yeah, we did. On our uh, WordPress page. Mm-hmm. Um, and this comes from the Lost Ones episode, since we uh, record these a little bit ahead. But I think it's an appropriate time. Yeah, definitely <laughs> a good moment arc. to look at this. Um, the questions are sort of about whether our issues with these characters and these plots are symptomatic of the times in which they were written. Are they symptomatic of the fact that these are young adult novels? Or is it because when we read them, we were younger. Also young adult. Um, so do you think that Jason's character and other strange plot points, like Leia's baffling indifference to the population of homeless children on our planet, is symptomatic of the time in which they were written? Meaning, is there some aspect uh, of the late 90s American mindset, zeitgeist, that allows these behaviors to be acceptable? Or do you think the authors are relying on the fact that there uh, are young readers that just won't know any better to accept these circumstances without thinking too critically about them? Or these behaviors um, that we see elsewhere in contemporary popular culture and or fiction? I was trying to think of similar guys. And I feel like, I feel like this is sort of a, like, this is written in 1990, or published in 1996. I do feel like this was kind of a moment for these kind of guys. But, like, I can't think of another good example. But I do feel like... This is sort of the advent of, like, the the surfer guy, the mm-hmm. skater guy, your, like, anti-responsibility. Yes. I don't even want to say anti-authoritarian. I just sort of, like, anti-responsibility, like, the slacker, slacker. dude. This, this is the rise of the slacker. I feel like this was moment. the rise of the slacker dude where the less you were trying, right. sort of the cooler. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other examples of this. 
I mean, I guess, like, Clueless. Yeah. Um, Brittany Murphy's love interest. He's, like, very slacker. Sort of slacker-oriented. But not, he's not the main no. character. I mean, and Jason's not... He's not a... Like, totally a slacker, but the joke thing yeah. is, like, a slacker guy yes, trait. That, like, so. at every moment, you're just making like, dumb jokes. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of, like, indifference to how people are Yeah, like, indifference to, to other people's emotional state or indifference. Like, yeah. I'm thinking of... I don't know why, but, like, Matthew Lillard is coming up for me a lot mm-hmm. right now when we're thinking, like, just, like, characters Matthew, Matthew Lillard, Lillard has played. played. I'm sure Matthew Lillard is very sensitive in reality. I have no he, idea. It's a side note. He is in the recent season of Twin Peaks Return. I'm also a very huge Twin Peaks fan and is unbelievable. He's actually very talented. I think he's good. <laughs> but, and, but, like, I, I'm remembering up to that point, him, he played a lot of slacker. Like, in this, this is when he was in Scream, Scream yeah. and I think that Matthew Lillard's character in Scream is very much of this mm-hmm. mold, even if you put aside the murdering right, thing. Right, he's the villain. Um, yeah. But, spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> Matthew Lillard and Skeet Ulrich yeah. <laughs> are the villains of Scream. It's been 20 years. Yeah, you should get um, it together. <laughs> but, uh, but that he he um, is throughout the movie, like at serious moments, sort of right, making stupid, making, making stupid jokes. He's always got like a big goofy grin on his face. Other yeah. characters are always just like, "Oh, shut up, Matthew Lillard." Yeah, and that's like why you're not you don't suspect him right, because he's such him. a goofball yeah. all the time. And Matthew Lillard sort of rode that train into the Scooby Doo movies, yeah. where he's more like a good-hearted. Maybe Jason has a lot in common with Shaggy from the yeah, live-action Scooby. <laughs> Um, yeah, because he's like he loves an animal and he's just sort of like dumb and yeah. makes dumb jokes. But Shaggy's more like Jason doesn't have the emotional intelligence. I feel like usually your slacker character ends up or being like sweetheart, being yeah. being sweet and having some kind of like wisdom yeah. down in there. And Jason doesn't have that. Yeah, even like on um, the also named Jason on the Good Place, right. The, yeah, that's that actually a really good dummy slacker kind of guy. Like, but he's so he's like super oblivious and always sort of like in his own world, making. But he's actually really sweet. Right, and you fall in love with that and character. You, you come to love him, even though he is just like right. Yeah, Jay, there's something wrong with the construction of Jason. And I think maybe it is the comparison between Jason, Jaina, Loey, and Selka, and like you know, Jaina, we haven't gotten, I think, quite as much depth as we've gotten with Tim Elcott and Loki. Yeah. But there is more there underneath right. the surface. Like, Gina is our point person for oh, their Xander, relationship. Oh, Xander from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Which I know you haven't yeah, seen. That is pop culture blind spot. But he's, I think he's, like, sort of like that. Yeah. But I think that, and, like, the argument that they always made eventually on Buffy justifying why Xander was still a character on that show, because at a certain point, questions were being asked, was the, like, well, he's the heart, you know? Like, everybody right. else has these special powers, and everybody else is talented and can do stuff, but, like, he's the heart. Are we supposed and to I think, think Jason's that, the heart? I think we're supposed to think Jason is the heart. Because I see Jaina as much more feeling that... Yeah, but I think it's supposed to be Jason. I think Jason is supposed to be the heart. Like, are we supposed to, as readers find like I know we're not supposed to find him funny because no clearly not funny but are we supposed to find him endearing because of that a hundred (laughs) percent we are a hundred percent like I think that the animals and the jokes are supposed to be just like signifiers of his 
pure-hearted goodness. And maybe I don't remember feeling that way reading that. I remember not hating Jason. Like, no, I, I definitely don't think I hated him. I definitely didn't but hate him. I don't remember feeling. I don't. I didn't think that he was a sweetie pie. Yeah. In the way that like Anakin, the, the Anakin, small scenes we've gotten. Anakin is a total sweetie pie, and I remember thinking that Kip Duran was a sweetie pie, yeah. even though I don't think Kip Duran is a sweetie pie. <laughs> I, I can't wait to. <laughs> but um but like he there's no Jason doesn't bring out any feelings of like warmth in me. Usually like that sweet character, you you know, you like you wanna you know, you even if you don't have a crush on him exactly, like you wanna like take him home and feed him cookies. Like yeah. you wanna have those like a Jason yeah. I never wanted to give Jason a cookie. No, he's not <laughs> I mean I think it's the construction of his character that is a little bit off. Right. No, it's sort of like he's supposed to be the sweetie pie, but he's also supposed to be sort of a goofball. And he comes off mean a lot of times. He comes off mean. But yeah, he the moments of him with Raynar, um, even moments of him with Zach, like he does not come off as being particularly kind no. or thinking of others. Jason doesn't seem to be very compassionate. And even, like, the thing with the hawk bat and, like, oh, we got to send it to a good place. They are, he only has this, like, we have to send it to a good place thing because that was his, like, negotiating chip. Right. Not he because. Not because he cares so much about the hawk bat's experience, but because he's like, well, I did promise its mother and my word is my bond. Right. So, but if they had successfully gotten the egg without yeah. Jason entering into a discussion with the hawk bat mother. Right. Well, would he have cared? I don't think he would have cared. He, he just... They I mean, tried to give us the thing with the mouse on the ship, that he named it Ion, yeah. that he was sort of protective of it. But, but maybe just because he wanted to bring it home and put it in the cage. Yeah, it was too little too late. Yeah, at that point. I, I think the other thing, and thinking about Jaina and Jason and the differences between those two characters, Jaina, we have a clear idea of her personality she takes a lot from her father. We also have gotten impressions of, like, Leia from yeah, her. Yeah, that Jaina is a very sort of, like, full-hearted yes. kind of character that she's all in. Her impulse control is not great. She's got a little bit of a temper, right. not in a mean way, but, but she just like gets, like, high. But it's... Rounding out a personality. Right, and it's consistent. Like, yeah. you can sort of understand where Jaina's going to come from yeah. in any scene. And, and, and her... Her tinkering, right? Her mechanic is part of her, but is not the sole thing that defines her. Right. Whereas with Jason, he loves animals. He tells terrible jokes. The joke thing has really become too big. Right. And it's and it's not, you know, and and you can't say about him that oh well he has a sense of humor, right? No, like, that's he's not, not part of his funny. personality. He's not no, funny. you don't get the feel. It's not like he loves joke. It would be different if. From if when we got chapters from his perspective, it was like that he was seeing the humor in right. anything. Like that would be something. If Jason was really good at noticing humor in situations that right. other people don't see the humor, like if right. that was his gift, was bringing like seeing what was funny and bringing that out to other people's right, right, attention, right. that he could. That would be more of an argument for him being the heart, for him being the right. sweetie. But but that's he's not it. Not that's not it at all. Yeah, as he loves animals, he is not funny, and he is attracted to talent. No and that's all he's got. And he's mean. And he's mean to Raynar. Yeah. And the Zach, truest hero of the and Zach. And, like how and he's look. yeah, he's very status fixated yeah. for someone. Well, he and Jaina both have this 
shared thing of like, well, I don't care about it, but right. I noticed Me. it relentlessly. Right. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, I'm hoping that gets fleshed out a little more. Yeah. As we move forward. Yeah, I a hope this is a, follow, a a year following the second Imperium or something yeah. like that. They've so. had a little more training. I would like to see them use the Force more competently. Yeah, and like rely on it because it. Uh, like Tanaka, I get she's like a thing, right? With relying too much on the Force, but we for young Jedi Knights, we have not. Dark Knight was the most very we've seen them and minimal Jediing. Flitted some some leaves. leaves, you know. I mean, it was a good tactic, but I would really like them to be Jedi. <laughs> I would like for them to be Jedi. I would like for Luke to step it up, teach someone, or something. hire just hire. If you don't want to teach Luke, fine. fine. You want to go off and look for your sacred text. Fine, That's your dream. I get it. Go for it. But at least like but stop. Tion yeah. Help. Stop sending out brochures. Stop telling people that you're running an academy. You're not. You're a hundred percent academy, right. and you're just there to make a speech or two. And leave. he's definitely not paying her. No. No. <laughs> Tion needs help. She needs. It's, I mean, she seems like she's very passionate, and it seemed like to a certain degree she was just sort of rope, roped into it, though. It's like she came by for he, a weekend, hired, and then she was like, "I can't leave." He hired a bunch of them. And they all quit. <laughs> and Tion was hanging on, and then she realized, I'm the last one standing. I cannot leave I can't leave these man. children. <laughs> He'll kill them all. And if, and again, I, I'm unclear about the timeline. If Luke is secretly married to Mara Jade during this time. I think he is. He is an awful person. <laughs> because He's a bad husband. He's a bad husband. He's a terrible uncle. Yeah. He's a terrible teacher. He's living double life while he's supposed to be taking care of an entire school of children. So, Luke is the truest monster of this so, I mean, if Jason is in. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, so Brackus is gone, but the true monsters remain because yeah. we have... I mean, maybe Brackus saw through all of it. Maybe that's, that's why, why he's so Luke. mad, is that... Brackus saw Luke for what he really is, and, and he's, he's like, like well, I, for some reason, Luke I can't, loves me, but he doesn't love anyone else. I can't, I can't <laughs> handle your sanctimonious BS. Like, I have yeah, to take Brackus you down. Saw through it all. Yeah, so that's the that's the end. Yeah, so our plan... We're going to stick about with week, these guys. We're going to do Shards of Aldron, Diversity Alliance, Delusions of Grandeur. And then we'll do then the... Preparation for... The Han Solo trilogy. Yeah, the Solo movie. And I think by then we're going to need a good break. Yeah, we're going to need a break. break. <laughs> I mean, maybe they it's already getting changed. heated. But I feel like maybe, I don't think Luke's a big figure in charge it of. It seems like maybe they're on their own a little bit more in these next. Which is so crazy to me that when we started this, my memory of these books was that Luke and Han and Leia were almost never in them. Like, yeah. I remembered them as very minor characters yeah, really who were really sidelined. And they are front and center in these, yeah. but I guess my memory was just that because they're front and center not doing anything. Right. They're not really participating. Yeah. It's... <laughs> <sighs> At yeah. least we had Brackus and Quarrel. So obviously we're going to have lots of surprises. We have fuzzy memories and surprises in store. So tune in for Shards of Alderaan next week. Bye. Bye.